We're back to the Neil Haley Show, and I'm first excited to welcome the program my co-host, Paul Hollis. Paul, how are you? And I know you're excited about our guest today. I'm good. I, I definitely am. I'm, I actually live just down the road from where you are now. <laughs> so. Yes, he's in Erie, and you're in Cleveland. Uh, so our guest today is Lolita Molina, actress. How are you, Lolita? And you really are groundbreaking in so many ways, and the challenges to break into the acting business and really kind of becoming such a special thing to be able to do. So when you were growing up, you always dreamed of acting, right? And probably people told you, no, you can't, right? Um, yes, I grew up in a, a big, big family and it was a big family of realists. I grew up in uh -huh. a very uh, right. Midwest area and they always told me to be very realistic with my goals growing up, but I'm a very stubborn child. <laughs> so I am glad for all of their advice, but I'm still going to be pursuing what I would like to pursue. And I think it's slowly paying off. I think it is definitely with just, you know, just being able to do it. So kind of like talk to talk to me about when you said, okay, I'm really going to be an actor now. You know, it's, it's like you, you say you want to, you have your dreams. I had dreams of certain things and say, okay, now I'm going to do it. What age was it when you said I'm going to do it? And it was it around, age 11, uh, 10, 11 years old, I believe, when my father found a local community theater group was host, they were hosting um, auditions. And I said, I want to give that a try because I had only ever done dance. And while I love ballet, it wasn't so much the acting style I wanted to continue with. So I first was introduced to theater and fell in love with it and then film a little bit later after that. Wow. And uh, starting out that way, did you find it just that there's a certain love when you're on stage? You said this is I something I got to do. Yeah. I love being on stage. I do. It's just uh, I feel that there are limitations to the world of theater versus the different realms that we can create with film, especially today with all of our technological advancements. So while I love theater, I feel like right now it's a little stagnant. So film is where I want to continue pushing myself. Because why is theater stagnant for you? What do you think? I would say theater is stag uh, stagnant for me in the new plays and shows that are being written. To me, it's kind of fallen to same old, same old. I've seen it before. I know we can say that about films as well. But I feel like you can get away with a lot more in cinema than on, on the stage. You figured out a way to get discovered, too, in certain ways, using the power of social media. Wouldn't you agree? So tell us on that story of how you did that, because that's key. It was, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it was kind of by accident. My little sister had made a joke that I wouldn't be able to keep up my, at the time, musically account longer than a week. Uh, it was the same week it was being bought. Uh, by TikTok and it kind of blew up overnight when a larger creator at the time found one of my videos and she was a big help to my uh, movement. And then, then it's up to you to keep it going, right? And that's oh, the thing, what's the crazy thing about social media, especially now, is you got to live on it, right? It's not this, okay, I just posted today, that's it. There's so much more to it, right? So once you went, you were like, you were shocked the reaction, right? One influencer gets your message out and you're like, what just happened here, right? It, it kind of, did you get advice to just go with it? Because I've talked to so many TikTok creators 
that started from scratch and they just put so much effort and they just like, wow. And then they just, they just went with it. And the thing was that I wasn't really doing much at the time. I was wrapping up uh, high school things. So I would find, because it was when dancing was really big on the app. And so I was just doing dances, but adapting them to my needs being in a wheelchair. Because a lot of the TikTok dances were pretty user-friendly. And I really appreciated that because I was able to not have to put too much change to the dances and still keep up with everyone else. So I just filmed what I wanted to when I wanted to. And people, I think, really enjoyed that side of me because I don't have one specific branch of thing that I will post. If I feel like posting a cooking video over a dance video, I'm going to do that. If I want to post my editing techniques versus um, talking about being in a wheelchair, I will post whatever I want, whenever I please. And I think people like that. And it's because you're being a brand. Once you created the brand, you had to live the brand, but they want to see your life. They don't want you to just keep talking about what you've overcome, right? That gets old. You have a creating new ideas, things that engage people and entertain people is the big thing about being successful on social media nowadays because there's so much competition. Yeah. I like showing every single side of my life because what you see like on my TikTok and my YouTube, that is who I am. I don't have a activist persona that I put forward. And I think a lot of people who are in similar predicaments to me, their whole brand is pushing uh, awareness for their situations. And I think that's great. I would get very bored doing that. And I feel like it would get a little repetitive in my branch. So I think people like seeing that I'm not just the wheelchair. I have so many other avenues that I love to show other people. And I think, I think people like that. So Paul, are you inspired by what she's done and what she's doing? Yeah. I, uh, Lolita, I'm, I'm expecting great things from you. So I want to see you in the future, first of all. And second of all, I want to ask you, are you related at all to the baseball Molina family? I am do you not. Know, do you know uh, who I'm talking about? Yadier do. Molina and... And those folks, yeah. Uh, no, family is a baseball family. Oh, you, yeah. The base. Oh, are you related to not not related to the baseball family? Though? No, not. Um, oh, I was I, gonna. I was gonna say if you were my my son would be in love with you because he is a is a Yadier Molina fan from way back. He was born in Guatemala, so so uh, my my son is uh, uh, you know a, a great um, uh, inspirational Latin American kid. So. Mm-hmm. No, um, within my family, about 100 or so years ago, we had a baseball player uh, who played alongside the time period of Babe Ruth. So while not that family, I do have family members that are involved in baseball. So, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. (laughs) Now, once you got the opportunity, went viral on TikTok, meaning really built followers, built a big audience, opportunities came your way. What was your big break then from that? What would you say? My, my agent found me through TikTok. And it's a funny story because I thought he was a scammer. Because uh, uh-huh. I, I had gotten a couple <laughs> of those. And I ignored him uh, four, four times, I believe, before he got his client who had a million followers on the platform. She messaged me and said, hey, he's legit. He's real. Uh, he wants to submit you for a project. And so I gave him... I gave him a chance and I got to audition for the Texas Chainsaw film that aired on Netflix 
And then shortly after that, I got the job with Lionsgate for one up. Wow. And then there you go. It just, it, 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 came, it came from there. But see, that's what people understand. You got to keep grinding. You got to keep creating. You got to keep doing. You never know when that break's going to happen. You shouldn't give up, right? Explain that in so many ways. Because even while you were on social media, you said, what's happening? Is there anything more going to come of this? And then you're sitting there next time in a, th in a th in filming. And you're like, what just happened to me, right? That's Absolutely. That and and you're you, to tell people why shouldn't they give up in their project, their dream? Tell us that because I think that's inspiring for you. What you've been doing and how you've been successful so far. I think the main thing people need to take away is using the word stubborn to describe yourself is not going to always be a negative connotation, because being stubborn can also be correlated with you're persistent and you're also resilient. So I always take when people tell me that I'm stubborn as a compliment because I'm aiming for only good and positive things. I never aim for a negative, which can also be associated with stubbornness. So I would say, if you know what you want, it's only going to bring positivity to your life and those around you be called stubborn and you can wear it as a badge. <laughs> Do you hope more and more roles involve uh, you, the, t the type of character that can fill in for you? That's the challenge, especially when you work with, people with disabilities and stuff, and you're in this situation where they're not creating the roles when they need to. If they're creating other diverse roles, they have to think about that more. Do you agree? I'm sure you're an advocate in that way to start creating more of them, right? They're not enough of diversity in all different backgrounds and in shows and films and different things that they need to start doing more and more of. I am, and I'm also a realist when it comes to being an advocate. I want it to see it done, and I hope to see it done in a realistic way. I saw um, her name's Jessica. She's also in a wheelchair, and she was talking about how a lot of producers think if we have a disabled character, the whole show has to be about the disabled character for some reason. Mm -hmm. And we're all saying, we don't want that. We just want to work. And I kind of see it as it's kind of like the uh, American Disability Act movement all over again, but for this specific industry and um, we don't want to be seen as special and put above others we just want to be able to have that same chance as everyone else and that's how i see it and they aren't they're doing okay but you know how they splash in diversity in certain films and different things and said hey let's make it real what the real world's like right not <laughs> this rose-colored world where everyone's in perfect shape and looking no really let's be real that's what we have to start doing. That's why social media is doing so well in certain platforms because these are real people, not fake. And I oh, think that's the more, more we have to do to say, okay, oh, we're going to splash it in. We're going to put it here. We're going to put it here. No, let's think about what really is happening in this world today and create projects based on that. And I think that's going to be people like yourself going out there and talking about it and everyone else in the ADA uh, just how there is not really a group in the involved in for actors like that for the ADA is there or is there a little bit you're not familiar I personally am not entirely sure I'm still finding uh actors and entertainers every single day I already day. have a person to connect you with I interviewed him you'll have to go on my YouTube channel I'm terrible with names because I interviewed so many people 
but I already am thinking of somebody, you know, come to me right after the interview. That's what I'm saying. I wish I had this producer saying, you interviewed this person three, four weeks ago. Well, someday I'll have that, but I will look like, hey, I forget. So I will definitely connect you. Uh, they did a great thing with Easter Seals with a film festival. I don't know if you're familiar with the Easter Seals Film Festival that they do in California. Are you mm -hmm. familiar with that? Okay. I know the head of it. So I don't know oh. if you know him or not. So that's I, what, so there you go. I'm the connector, right? Paul, I know everyone, right? I talk to everyone, does, I speak to everybody. And it is it's an every week, everyday thing. So I appreciate it. Best place people can find info on you. Oh yeah, latest project, Louie, that you can talk about. Are there any projects you can talk about right now? Right now it's realistically, it's just the world of auditioning and waiting. Um, that's just kind of, that's another thing I think a lot of actors struggle with. And I, I talk to my, my agent about it all the time. I'm someone who's always been go, go, go. I don't like to rest. I don't like to wait. I'm not a patient person and I need to work on that because I recently had a whole onslaught of auditions and they're all really, really good. And now I just have to sit back and wait and I hate waiting. Uh. They were all really, really good. So I really hope to hear back soon from someone. So currently it's just a lot of writing, trying to get new books written, sitting down and getting that done and making more network connections if possible. It's just a waiting game, unfortunately, but that's how it is. The industry right now, I had a conversation this week about the industry and the hardest part is that it's not great for us, especially with the writer strike. That writer strike is gonna is hurting things. You need to get that forward, and to think that you can use AI to write scripts and all that stuff is ridiculous. It's not the it's not the thing that, that AI needs to be utilized for good, not bad. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. all. I'll, I'll bring that up. I mean, it's been driving me crazy this week about AI and my thoughts and just everything. And the writers need to pay them. They bring yep. great stories to life. Go ahead and do it. I can't, I, can't, I can't imagine without writers and things that they create so we can enjoy and forget about what life we're going through right now and just sit down and relax and pay the writers what they're worth. That's all I, I have to say. Industry forgets that everything starts with the creative mind that holds a pen. And I think they forget that. Um, an actor is only as strong as they can be with the script that they are given. And I know a lot of companies right now are just outsourcing other writers during this writer's strike, which is not the way to go about it, in my opinion. I know there's going to be some writers who are going to take this opportunity to get that one leg up, uh, if possible. And I mean, teach your own. We all have rent to pay. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. And they're dealing with it because they can't go get the side writing because of AI. The conversation needs to come out is, okay, if AI is going to, and this is me on my soapbox, take over jobs, take over the situations, then basically people need to be educated like any type of industry coming out where no longer this industry is around. How do you transition to something else? And that's the power of social media. Everyone needs to bring those things up. And then for and and get actors working because we don't make tons of films anymore. We need to still pay the actors, everyone who's artistic, the creators, because they're entertaining people, not just the only certain people keep the bucks. It, it, I'll, I'll get on my soapbox about the WWE and pro wrestling in general as a former professional wrestler. They never paid the talent what they're worth. And then yet you have other professional sports because of a union 
that pay their talent what they're worth. It's the bottom line. I guess union uh, unionizing in anything is so important. That's why they're striking. All right. Now you have books too. See, I forgot about that. So tell us about your books. I was asking projects. What about books? People can check out. I currently have four novels out on Amazon and I need to get more out. I just haven't finished them currently on a writer's block uh, in my mind. But yes, my books aren't my babies, even though there might be some spelling errors because I didn't go through a publisher. I'm self-published. So please be gentle. <laughs> and where's that? Where can people find it? Amazon or find mm -hmm. you? Where's give a website? People can check you out. Where's the best place? Um, Amazon. And you just look up my name and the books will be pretty much the first thing I'll pop up for you. Okay. Well, and follow you on all social media. I appreciate it, Louita. Thanks again. Thank you. All right. You're listening and watching the Neil Haley show. We'll be back in just a moment.